Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to HeartBlend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those that resonate with my content. So hello, I'm so excited and happy to have you. If you are new, then welcome. And if you're returning, then hello, I'm so excited and happy to have you back. And so today I want to cover a very interesting topic and we're going to focus more on illusions versus delusion because I know that as you're on your journey to shifting your mindset and shifting your belief system, you may run into possibly feeling delusional because once you have a certain belief and you've had that belief for so long, when you go to change that belief, there's a transition that's there that will make you feel like you're lying to yourself or make you feel delusional. And so it's so important for us to really understand what that means so that way we can remove that as a potential blockage for us so that we don't go into trying to shift our mindset and then stunt ourselves and thinking, oh, I'm delusional, I shouldn't think like that, and then not pursue our dreams or focus on breaking those limited beliefs. So that's why I really wanted to take this time to cover this. Now, as I'm diving into this topic, this is not going to really focus on things from a psychological, scientific type of viewpoint, okay? This is really focusing on things from a holistic, inner wisdom, deep approach. So I just wanted to make that clear. This is not going into details about schizophrenia or multiple personalities or hallucinations or anything like that. That's not what this is about. This is really more touching base on light delusions and sometimes they can become dangerous delusions if we are not keeping ourselves grounded. So let's go ahead and dive in. All right, first... I want to go ahead and define illusion and delusion. This is what it actually says. And an illusion is meaning that there is something likely to be wrongly perceived or interpreted by the senses. Okay, so very, very interesting. Okay, and so as I'm diving into this, illusions are the way that we see life through our eyes, okay? And when we're looking at life through our eyes, our eyes are extensions of our brains. So when we're looking at something, we are automatically gathering information and it's going to our brains. Now, the interesting portion is that our perception is a filter of our belief systems, of our conditioning what we've gone through, traumas, fears, experiences, and so on and so forth. That shapes the way that we view our reality. 
So in a sense, because we've all had different conditionings, we've all had different experiences, we've all had different upbringings, then I would pose that everything is an illusion because we all have different realities. We know right off the bat, just being a human being, the way we view color and light is very different from the way a cat or dog or a bird views their reality because they have a different type of brain. However, the objects or the substance that's there is already in existence, but how everything views it is through its own perception. So I ask you the question of what is actually real then? So if we're looking at it through our own lens, and we're saying, well, this is real, I'm seeing it this way, it feels very real to us. It feels like a very real experience. The way we associate things to us, the way that we view those things is through our own personal perception and story. If you view a dog and you're afraid of dogs, and I view a dog and I love dogs, then we're going to have very different experiences even though we're seeing the exact same thing. And so it is very personal to us based on the way we have shaped our minds and the way we perceive things. So therefore, what is actual truth? What is actually true is that everything on a spiritual, energetic level, everything is divinely connected and everything is viewed through the source of oneness. The way that our mind is designed is already processing through an illusion of separation. We have the power to shift our beliefs and change the way we view things. And when we change the way we view things, the things we view change. Our reality changes based on the way we perceive life. Nothing is just permanent, but because the truth lies that everything is connected and when we focus on oneness, when we focus on wholeness, that leads us to the truth. So when we are in a state of wholeness within our body, mind, spirit, that will lead us to the correct truth for our own personal journey. When we are disconnected with our body, mind, and spirit, it can easily lead us down a path that does not serve us. So when it gets to the space of delusion, this means that someone is believing a false truth regardless of new evidence. Now, I want to shift that into a very holistic view because if we are only looking at a source of evidence through the physical reality, meaning what we just see with our own two eyes, we can be very stunted in that definition, right? We all see things differently. So if someone is blind and they don't see something, does it mean that it's not there? How many times do we focus on something and there's something else in the background that we didn't see? And in our minds, we really think that that certain thing was not there, but someone else saw it. So what's actually the truth, right? Okay. And so that 
portion of that definition can get really confusing. A lot of times we've seen so many new visionary people come in the scene and they have a totally new perspective, a totally new idea, right? And it's something that no one has ever seen before. It's something that hasn't been tested. It's something that hasn't been discovered just yet. And because there's no quote unquote evidence in a textbook or where someone else can confirm that, that person can be seen as delusional, even though what they are experiencing is very much real. I'm sure that Albert Einstein, which today we call a genius and he's made amazing shifts in the way that we view science and math and all of that, was regarded as someone who was very delusional because other people had not caught up to his level of intelligence just yet. So how I want to take this approach to delusion towards you personally is really more so aligning with your own inner wisdom because we all have access to higher wisdom, to our inner truth, And when we rely on our intuition, our inner knowledge, that will always lead us into a place of truth and honesty within ourselves, okay? And we can do that because we are so divinely connected. So I want to also discuss the fact that there's a lot of normalized false truths and we create normalized delusions. And yet people don't see them as being delusional. When people think of someone who's delusional, they picture someone that's going crazy in an insane asylum and they're just, you know, all over the place or they're hallucinating and all of that. But in actuality, when you break things down and you know the truth behind the illusions that we live our lives through, you will really understand and find that majority of the world is deluded. And we begin to get deluded every time we focus through the mind of an illusion of separateness. Believing that we are separate from our bodies, believing we are separate from God, believing we are separate from our own soul, believing we are separate from anything that is truly within us, whenever we are making everything else around us on an external basis, the source of our fulfillment, creating our sense of identity with external sources and giving that power to inanimate objects or people or places or things with unhealthy attachments, that is actually in a space of delusion because it's not true. What's really true is that you are the source, meaning your body, mind, and spirit. You are the source of creating your own reality with your thoughts and your perception. You have full control over how you can change your own thoughts and shift your emotions in the way that you're perceiving something. But when you give all your power away to some external source to make you feel something else, that's false. 
And that's kind of how we've been living. That's kind of how we've been running our lives. And how we know that it's false and how we know that it is coming to a place of delusion is that we're seeing how unhappy we feel when we do that. We're seeing how disconnected we feel. We're seeing how people are becoming very depressed, how people are becoming suicidal, right? If they are living their lives in such a place of separation, then they will fall victim very easily to believing that that is the true reality and it leads them into a space of being delusional. But nobody talks about all the different steps that it takes to get there. They just look at the end result after someone's life has completely spiraled out of control. And then they call that delusional. And sometimes what happens with delusion is that as we continue to spiral, we want to protect ourselves from complete destruction So we may hold on to some type of belief that keeps us in that space so we don't feel pain or we don't feel any of the negative emotions that may need to be confronted. So I want to discuss with you some of the emotions that lead us to a space of delusion, okay? The first emotion is denial. Where are you denying yourself your truth. And we struggle with that. We're like, what's the truth? I don't know. And because so many people have dismissed their emotions, dismissed their feelings because of maybe some past experiences, they're fearful, they don't want to experience something like they did the last time that was too close to that, they may go into a space of denial. And this can go into two ways. Denial in the sense that they're resisting their own feelings or true emotions and they are trapping themselves because they're feeling positive about what they want, but their mind is telling them that they can't have it. So it puts them in this holding space and eventually that can lead them into a space of delusion. It gets stronger and stronger the more you deny something or it can go the opposite. When we don't want to face pain. We don't want to face rejection. We don't want to face something that has happened. We want to ignore it. We want to be in a place of ignorance. We want to pretend like certain things just didn't happen or we don't want to acknowledge them even. We don't want to accept them. So we continue to lie to ourselves so that we don't feel the pain of something that was very disruptive or overwhelming to us. So when you're in that space of denial or resistance, so ask yourself, where are you resisting? Are you resisting taking action somewhere? Are you resisting to stop taking action in a way that's sabotaging you? Where are you resisting certain aspects of your life? When you are in that space of resistance, what are you fearing? What is the hesitance that's there? Okay. Where are we not being honest with ourselves? Where are we in the space of fear, but we're not conquering anything? We're not having courage. We're not taking action. A lot of times we can get so caught up in our minds because we're so fearful of rejection or fearful of something that we don't even try. 
And so that's really the most important thing here is that, hey, if you have an emotion about something, if you have a feeling about something, if you are listening to your intuition, but you never even try, then we're in a space of denial. You have to at least try and see what results or feedback you receive from that space. If you receive a feedback that then confirms to move forward, then you come out of that space of possible denial. If you receive feedback that does not confirm to move forward and you continue to be in that place of denial, that will lead you into a space of delusion because you'll just make up your own beliefs about whatever it is you want and totally deny the feedback that you're receiving. Now, there's a fine line between that because yes, we can be persistent, like we don't want to take no for an answer, right, or whatever. But whenever we're in that space, maybe it's important to learn something new that we can overcome an obstacle or we can shift our perspective or we can take a different approach. But to continue to act in the same way, to continue to do the same thing or think the same exact way when you receive the feedback of the rejection will lead you into a space of insanity. So it's a matter of shifting the perception, even if you have a strong desire for something. So I'm not suggesting to just give up whenever you receive rejection or anything like that, but it's a matter of accepting that, hearing that, not saying, oh, whatever, and not acknowledging it, acknowledge it, accept it and shift, continue to shift and adjust, learn something new, do a new action, take a different step. So that way you can get into alignment with your inner truth. Stubbornness. When you're really stubborn and you're not allowing for yourself to shift or move with life, this can keep you stuck. And when you're stuck, you'll find that you may tend to regress and you may tend to stay in that holding space of whatever's going on, whether it's a certain experience or a memory or a thought pattern, you can tend to get stuck there for a very, very, very long time. And initially, it doesn't seem delusional because it's in close proximity of the most recent experience you may have had. But if you stay in that space for a long time and life continues on and you're still griping about something that happened five years ago because you haven't moved with life because we're being too stubborn, we can be in a space of leading to delusion. When we're unable to be teachable, we're resisting to learn anything. We are not allowing ourselves to learn and to shift our minds or our thoughts in any way. Could you imagine when you're trying to teach someone something new and they're like, yeah, I know, I got it. Yep, I got it. I know, I know, I know. No, you don't know, right? It's like, no, you don't. You really don't. But yet you're taking actions from the space of not knowing and that can lead you into delusion. Avoidance. Again, constantly trying to avoid something, avoid an honest truth, avoid yourself, avoiding your emotions, avoiding, you know, your body, avoiding anything that comes up from your intuition, right? You have that inner voice that's telling you, hey, this is not the right way to go. And you just avoid it and stay in that space of denial will lead you to being delusional. Laziness, lack of action, 
going back to that space of resistance. Whenever we are just not wanting to budge, not wanting to move, we're just sitting there being stagnant. That does not help the mind to shift and to be stimulated and to grow and to, you know, learn and to embrace life. We can be stuck in a space of delusion. So whenever we're following others blindly, this can also lead to delusion because it's not our true authentic path. So we're just doing whatever we're seeing other people do. Like we see today where plastic surgery is just becoming so common. And I'm not saying to not get plastic surgery, but what I'm saying is why is everyone getting the same exact style of plastic surgery? That should be a strong indicator that we are so disconnected from ourselves that we don't even look like ourselves. We're trying to look like this image that everyone else is trying to look like, that's very delusional. We are dishonoring our true self, our true nature. The truth, our authenticity is being diluted. But because it's being so prevalent and it's seen so much, it's normalized, so it doesn't seem delusional. But the fact that everyone's kind of copying this look because we're seeing maybe people are receiving more attention or they're receiving more love from what we can see, right? Sometimes we view evidence as the truth, but it may not be the true evidence, right? We're seeing evidence as, oh, well, they have a lot of likes or they have a lot of followers or they have a lot of money. There's the evidence. Yeah, but you don't know the truth. You don't know the truth of their reality. You don't know what things they face behind those screens. You don't know what life they have to live. You don't know what destruction they're going through. So you're following others blindly using this false evidence as a way to approve or confirm that as a potential truth for you. Okay. It's just like money. Money is a concept. Currency is a concept that we have created and we've given it power. But because it is so widely accepted, it has now become a reality for us. It's something we all engage in. It's something we all participate in. And depending on how much you want to use money as a source for you to feel worthy or to feel valuable or to feel like you have a high level of self-worth, is that really the truth? Is your perception? Does it mean that that's the universal truth? It's something that we've created. We have to understand that when we're fearing our own emotions, oftentimes when we go through trauma, okay, or we go through negative experiences or just things that feel really uncomfortable for us, it can lead us to choosing a path that's not really for us because we're so afraid to face ourselves. We're so afraid to face our emotions. We're so afraid that we're not going to be accepted. We're afraid that we're not going to be loved. And that's because when we are constantly supporting the illusion of separateness, the lies that tell us that we are not worthy, that we are disconnected, that we are not whatever, because we're being told this through programming, of the TV, of media, news, whatever, this leads us further and further and further away from our inner truth 
and our higher wisdom. So just because there's some type of evidence because we can physically see something does not always make it true. And again, just because something's normalized doesn't mean that it's the truth for you either. Your inner truth will show up when you feel clear and flowing and in full resonance, body, mind, and spirit in your decisions. Your body communicates to you in truth. It has its own intelligence. So when you are feeling pain or when you're feeling discomfort or when you're feeling tightness or when you're feeling, you know, like you get that tight feeling in your stomach when you just heard something, you know, like your body's rejecting information and you deny that, that's you kind of creeping into the space of delusion. When you have that inner voice, the intuition that's telling you, "Mm, mm, mm, don't know about this, not good, okay? And you'll see that as you resist that thought, you will possibly run into a spiral in your life where life will continue to show you that it's not a good fit. But when we try to make things fit, like trying to fit this star into this square hole, It's not fitting, right? So how can we loosen up? How can we allow ourselves to be flexible? How can we accept certain things that do fit us very well? And so this is where limited beliefs come in because limited beliefs are really those lies. They're like these light delusions of blocking your full potential. But when you've told yourself a certain belief, for so long based on conditioning and things that you've gone through, when you go to try to change that belief, you will feel like it's a lie, like the new belief is a lie, but they're all just beliefs. So you can either tell yourself you're worthless or you're no good or you're not intelligent or you're not beautiful or you're not whatever. You can tell yourself these things and your perception will shift to those beliefs and life will continue to show you that reality through that lens. And when we understand that we are spiritual beings and spirit is connected to everything, then that lets us know that we all have access to shifting our lives in ways that are serving us and ways that we feel at peace in ways that we feel loved, in ways that we feel acceptance. So those limited beliefs are just blocking you from getting to that space. And when we express that we are wanting to shift our beliefs or we're wanting to do something new or wanting to do something different in our external world, our friends, our family, the people that we have engaged with, up until this point for so long have only known us a certain way. When you go to shift your mind and you start expressing more positive thinking and more positive thoughts, then they may say things like, oh gosh, you're delusional. What do you mean, you know, you're, you're going to be fit? What do you mean you're intelligent? You lived your whole life this way, right? And so in that, I don't want you to fall into the trap of trying to shift your belief and then stopping yourself and saying, oh, well, I'm delusional because that won't happen. 
or this is what it's always been for so long. It's impossible, right? It's so important for us to understand that when we're trapping ourselves in our minds, when we're trapping ourselves in our bodies, when we're trapping ourselves with feeling and thinking something, but we're not taking action towards the direction we want to go into, when we're trapping ourselves into old patterns, old beliefs, old traumas, it can lead us down a path of delusion. Okay, so I just wanted to touch base on that so we can clear that blockage that will keep us from moving forward. Because although your current reality may not reflect what you want in your life, it is not permanent. It is only as permanent as you want it to be. But if you start shifting your mind and focusing on who you want to be, right, and you start practicing those affirmations, does that reflect your current reality? No, but your reality is always shifting based on your thoughts, feelings, and actions, We can't go based off of, well, it's not happening right now. I don't see it in my physical reality, so it's not real. No, you have to build momentum. But if we kind of just build a fantasy in our minds of who we want to be, and we just kind of put ourselves there in our minds, and we don't take action, we don't learn new information, we don't shift our perspective, we don't learn from other people. We don't do the necessary steps of what it takes to shift into that new way of being. Then we run into facing possible delusions. And so listen to your body, tune into your intuition, honor yourself. Where are you not flowing with life? What are you holding on to that needs to be released and let go of? Where are you denying yourself? Where are you denying your body? Where are you denying your needs? Where are you denying your emotions, your feelings, your inner truth? Only you know that. We all have our own paths. We all have our own realities. We all have new ways of how we want to focus on life. But when we deny that and we want to just believe something that doesn't serve us, it doesn't do us any service. So I hope that's helpful. Again, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. We are here Tuesdays and Saturdays at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have so much more to learn, but I am really elated that you're here. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Heart Blend Podcast.